0: Everyone, This is Alicia from Call for Con Reform podcast and um, I'm continuing our, the talk um, part two of what's going on in the church. Um, so uh, before I talked a little bit about my own experience and COVID and uh, things that are going on um, in the Latin Mass community and how Pope Francis has responded to that. So I'm going to move on a little bit, um, and continue to talk about what things that are happening in the church. And, um, the reason I wanted to talk about these things is because I do think they affect religious life. I do think they affect what's going on, um, in regards to, um, whether there is any change or not, um. And, um, yeah, so I think, you know, the church is, um, what what would you say, like a, a microcosm, right? I mean, there's all these different parts of it, and it's a living system, and, uh, you know, um, things can't change for the better if there are other major issues going on, you know, and it kind of covers up some of the other things that you know i'm more concerned about which like like you know reforming convents that gets covered up because of other things that are going on if that makes sense so um the the next thing i wanted to talk about is the hierarchy um so if you're not familiar uh the hierarchy And the catholic church consists of mostly the bishops right so they um they have a lot of authority um of course over their their diocese that you know they're assigned to um and there's you know the ideal (laughs) would be that they are a spiritual father to all of their 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 priests, and all of the laity, and that they would be, um, exemplar shepherds of the flock, that they are entrusted, you know, who, they are entrusted to their care. Um, unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, and, uh, it is definitely, a major aspect of what is going on in the church. Um, and it's causing a lot of harm, actually. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to kind of condense what is going on. Um, again, uh, like I said in the last podcast, I'm not an expert or professional, but I do keep my ears to the ground in regards to a lot of things, and some things I've seen personally, and um, other things I've heard from others, or I've seen a pattern of behavior. So, um, unfortunately, um, and uh, I can only speak about the United States bishops because. I know the other bishops in other parts of the world aren't great but I don't know much about them but the bishops in the United States um do not do a great job um at doing what they're supposed to do um a lot of them um will not stand up for things that are that are wrong or stand up for what the church Teaches. Um, it's very unfortunate because that's what they're supposed to do. Um, a lot of people are angry. I, I talked in the last episode um, about how a lot of people are upset about the lockdowns and about all the COVID tyranny that has happened, and you know that carries on into the to the bishops and a lot of the priests who. We're not willing to stand up to governments um, and say, you know, no, we're, we're not going to change the way we do things and the, the way we worship just to appease you. Um, and, you know, different places that got really out of hand. Um, I was dating a guy for a while who um was in the next state over from where I live. Um very, very crazy diocese. And um, you know, they were giving out communion, you know, they were they were having these car masses because they weren't allowed to have mass inside. And then they would go up to the car and ask them how many, you know, hosts they needed. And they would just like pass it out, um, put you know, put it in the person's hand. You know, that <laughs> that is so wrong. Um, and of course, the the bishop that is there uh, is notorious for being a really bad bishop. Um, yeah. Um, so of, of course, he didn't stand up to anything. So. <sighs> You know, we see so much damage in just our normal lives and in our social sphere because there aren't strong fathers in a lot of families, a lot of households. When I say strong, that doesn't mean they're, you know, beating their wives or, you know, you know, uh, talking, you know, shouting out their children, just being good fathers and being present. And unfortunately, that's what we see in the church. We we see a lot of problems because we don't have strong men doing their job, um, and that's become increasingly uh, increasingly aware to the the average layperson, um, especially during COVID. Um, so you know, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm glad that Pope Francis, for instance, has said things about, you know, abuse that happens in religious orders and he's been pretty embracing of that. He hasn't flaunted, you know, just tried to ignore it, um, but, um, you know, most of the time, you know, I, I don't think things are going to change until, you know, the church itself is more stable, because I think it just eclipses everything else that's going on. Um, You know, and we we have a major problem, you know, part of the problem with the hierarchy is the sexual abuse, of course, that uh, broke back in um, was it, 2000, 2001. Um, the Boston Globe report and, um, you know, we've been dealing with that mess ever since. Um, and there are people that are just starting to come out now or within the last few years. Uh, Mr. Grine, who, um, I, I have such a heart for, um, he was abused, uh, for years by Bishop McCarrick and it took him so long to come out. God bless that man. You know, the, the, the harm that has been done. And in, in the case of McCarrick, um, it wasn't just him. It was all the, these people that were, were looking in the other way while he was doing these things, you know, you can't say anything cause he's, you know, the archbishop, you know, not, not when they're, they're, you know, torturing and, uh, abusing other people you know um it's sick so uh, if you don't know about the mccarrick scandal um it's extremely um it just makes my stomach turn it, it's just it's it's satanic it really is it's just terrible what happened Carnal mccarrick um just abused a lot of men a lot of seminarians and of course like i said mr Grine. there's probably others actually i think uh the case that he's being um he's in the courts over right now is due to another man um who was abused but he hasn't come out publicly i believe um i mean he's just he caused so much damage um to you know, the people that he harmed personally, but to the church, you know, and he was just a bald faced liar, um, and just denied things for years, covered them up and others helped him to cover it up. And unfortunately, some of those people are still, you know, in the hierarchy and still have, you know, their jobs, um, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, When you have stuff like that going on, um, I mean, you know, it it became clear to a lot of people that, um, you know, priests that were abusing children um, were being, you know, moved around. Um, That's nothing new. But, of course, um, you know, the the McCarrick case was, was, you know, it was cover-up, obviously, but on a, such a larger scale. And, um, it's, it's shocking and it's disgusting because it's nothing that should ever, ever happen, right? Um. You know, we you can open up the catechism, and I'll tell you that rape is a horrendous crime. You know, you can open up the catechism, and I'll tell you that homosexuality is wrong. Um, it's it's a, um, a perversion, right? The the act, not not the person, right? Um, and st- and yet we still have these these men that have done these things and and have been um, protected by it protected through it and so um unfortunately the bishops currently would like to have you think that everything is fine that everything is you know we cleaned everything up you know we've put all these parameters in place um so you know this stuff can't happen again but you know (sighs) You know, yeah, so, you know, if you want to volunteer now with children in the Catholic Church, you need to have a background check, right? But, you know, and, you know, if it helps stop any abuse against children, I work with children. I I I have no um I have no uh love loss for people that harm children. Um so um, yeah um, it, it, it's just mind-boggling really the, the more you you look into it and the more that that comes out about it. it and it's it's just some it's like a Pandora's box it it never stops once you once you start learning about this stuff and the things that happen you know there's stuff leaking out now about different people and um, just a few months ago there was you know a, a priest uh, Cleveland, um, who, what, I think it was, I have to look that up. I think it might've been child porn. Um, it's like, why? <laughs> Let me look it up here. mm. There's a Kentucky priest. That was in 2016. Um there, yeah, there's a priest in Cleveland. I cannot remember. He did something. <sighs> uh yes, here he is. A child, uh, so it was in Akron. I'm looking at it, a church militant because that's where I saw it. Um, November 12th 2021 due to convictions involving child pornography and exploitation a Roman Catholic priest from the Cleveland area was sentenced to life in prison this is from the article father Robert McWilliams was sentenced by US district court on act in Akron Um, he pleaded guilty to eight counts involving the exploitation of children and the distribution of pornographic material You know, and, th- and this just came out, <laughs> this just came out in November of last year, um, a few months ago. So, you know, it's not over. Um, there's still a lot of issues. Um, and, you know, there are studies, um, you can look them up, you can Google them if you want. Um, There are so many studies showing that faith in the real presence has dropped among the Catholics, you know, Catholic population. A lot of Catholics do not believe that Jesus is really in the Eucharist, which is um, a fundamental (laughs) of our faith as Catholics. Our, 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 um, you know, our whole faith is based around that, right? And you have... You know, so many Catholics that don't believe in—I think it's like seventy percent—in some studies um, or some surveys. Uh, I, I mean, it's just absolutely insane, you know. And you kind of wonder because, you know, if you're not teaching it at the pulpit, if you're not really, you know, enforcing these things, um, how are people going to know, right? Um, I've met Catholics um that are you know older than me that went to school in the 60s and 70s you know not really 60s but like 70s 80s right um I'm a convert myself I did a lot of self-study and I went through RCA but um a lot of them <laughs> don't you know I I've, I've met people that went to Catholic school from you know kindergarten to high school and can't tell you the mysteries of the rosary um i i i I, they can't tell you basic fundamentals i had one woman that i worked with who was um, a catholic and she didn't know what the eucharist was she said um to me it was just in a conversation she's like oh yeah that's the the eucharist is the the holy spirit right i mean you know why, why, why are the hierarchy not doing more to make sure that people know, you know, why isn't there more preaching of the pulpit, the ambo, you know, it, 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 it you know, there's a lot of, a lot of finger pointing that can go on, but a good deal of it can go to the bishops, unfortunately. And <laughs> I have heard of, you know, um stories of of people who were in religious life who have gone to the bishop to complain about what's happening um to within a religious order that happens to be in that bishop's diocese. And I, I, I've heard stories. I've heard uh one one group of former nuns, um, I was told they went to the to the bishop of that diocese to complain about what was going on and They were told, uh, you, you need to shut up or we're going to sue you. I've had other people come up, you know, that I've talked to, um, that said similar things. Basically they were shut down by the Bishop when they complained about the religious order, you know? So (laughs) again, how are you going to fix these things when you have people in charge, um, that don't don't excuse me but they don't have a backbone and um you know we we need christ-like manly men to be our our fathers in the faith and and to stand up against this corruption and to stand up when there's something wrong um instead of just you know looking the other way Um, or, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't talk about this issue because, you know, it it might get people upset or don't teach people about this issue because it might be, it might get people upset. I mean, I, I love, um, I, I mentioned in the last podcast, I've, I've within a little over a year, I have changed parishes and now to go to traditional Latin mass, um, that is it's an oratory service by the institute christ the king um sovereign priest i mean i just went with them on the march for life um and during one of our stops um and there's like there's a i mean there were all these other oratories so we were a big group once we got to dc and Um, we, we had mass, there was a, there's a friendly priest to the Institute that, you know, allowed us to say mass in his, in the church and, um, uh, the priest, uh, that's that, uh, was the celebrant for the mass, um, he, he said the homily, And he he went point by point on why you know basically why we have an issue with abortion in this country, and one of the points was about having this contraceptive nature. You you think you go to an average uh, church and you're going you're going to hear about how you know contraceptives are wrong and how it's interrelated with abortion? No, (laughs) you know um, I was told I I. Recently, I worked at a uh, uh, large, um, large parish. I worked in their school Um, and. um, I was let go because I apparently they were offended because I wrote a letter to the pastors saying I had concerns about the vaccine clinic they were having for children. And, um, five days later I was kicked out and I asked three times why I was being kicked out and I wasn't given an answer, but I was told while I was still employed there, um, I was told by my director, um, I, I worked in the preschool program. I was told by my, by my director that, you know, um, in, in private conversation, that there were things that, she she uh, let me back up a little bit. She was a parishioner at the at the parish. I wasn't, and she admitted that there were things that they would not talk about, you know, at mass during a homily because they were a very rich parish. Um, they had a lot. They have a lot of doctors, lawyers, you know, uh, high end uh, white collar job people living in this area and going to this church. And she admitted to me that they would not talk about these things, these controversial things like contraceptives, homosexuality, abortion, at mass because they were afraid to lose money. And really that's what comes what it comes down to. I only have a few more minutes. But that's what it comes down to. Okay? You have parishes, the Church of Nice that I mentioned in the, in the last episode, they don't want to talk about things because they don't want to lose money. You have um, people in that Church of Nice who are lay people that are making money and they, they want to tiptoe around things or um, they don't want to offend certain people like the bishop or like like a priest. Um, that's signing their paycheck because of money, right? You have people that have been abused, have been sexually abused, you know, um I, I'm learning more and more about those who have been sexually abused by um you know basically priests and uh, and and some nuns. And some of these people have to fight to get any sort of justice from the church. um some of them have to fight for decades to get any sort of justice from the church once their claims are um are are stated as as being factual right i mean of course there's people that make stuff up but these are people that have evidence that you know they can they can prove that they they were um abused right and they have to fight to get any sort of recompense from the church. There there are dioceses that are sitting on a lot of money and it's a big scandal. They will go into bankruptcy. Um, They will file for bankruptcy because when they do that, from what I understand, they do not have to um, reveal, they don't have to reveal information apparently and then they don't have to, um, pay the, all these fines um, if someone comes out and says that um, they you know were abused because a lot of a lot of these parishes are sitting on endowments and all I'm not a financial person but they have they have money and other things so they file for bankruptcy because you know their account looks like it's bankrupt but they actually are sitting on a lot of money Um So a lot of it comes down to money, right? Um, And it's sad, it's sick, because, you know, that's not what being Catholic is about. And you have people that have walked away from the Catholic Church because people have mistreated them and have um, not listened to their stories. And you know peop- you know these bishops and these priests and the and these people in the chanceries are more concerned about saving money about saving their paycheck than doing justice for these people who were abused and and weren't helped and weren't listened to I mean some of these people you know went to other people and told them what was going on um you know, the, the stories are so sad, you know, and it, it it's, it's the thing that I've seen with these people that have come out with their stories, God bless them, because that must be extremely hard, is that it affects them, it's like a, affects them decades later, it is, does so much harm to them, and, um, so... I'm going to stop there, Um, but I ask that you please pray for all these people, and um, let's pray for change in the church, and let's pray for change in, in comments. God bless you.